Jenny Beth Martin uh, from Tea Party Patriots to talk a little about uh, what can America do with China, who is clearly at fault for all of this pandemic. And depending on who you are, the level of fault may vary, but nobody believes for a minute that this was an act, that just a complete accident. It came from China. They hid what was going on. It got a lot worse, and now it's way worse, to the point where some people think that China tried to do this on purpose to bring down the world economy so that they can, I don't even know where they get the money, so they can start buying up pieces of crumbled economy around the globe and take over. Jenny Beth, thanks very much for talking with us. What do you think of that scenario? I hear it all the time. Um, I think that, it, I, I don't think that, that China did this deliberately. I, I suppose it's possible that they did, but I don't think that what we're seeing happen right now is something that that was a deliberate act. And the reason for that is that they, they also are having to shut down their own country, and it's hurting shutting down their own country the way that they have done is causing economic problems for them not just for the rest of the world. So in the scenario that you you laid out, if they were trying to cause economic problems around the world, they're also causing equal, maybe even greater harm to their own country because no one's buying from them right now. Right. Well, and they don't they they didn't they were not producing product to buy for for well over a month at the beginning of the year. And that may be the case moving forward. I know that in America there's a pretty strong uh, 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 effort to get people to buy something else, buy American, buy German, buy Italian, not buy Chinese. Um, yes, and I am, I am very supportive of that. I think that we have to look at, at several different things. First, I think that this situation has shown us that there is a real cost when you're your country is dependent on another country the way that we have been for so much of your supply chain, especially when it is de- dependent on another country for parts of the supply chain that have a national security impact, whether it's medicine, ventilators, uh, medical equipment, pharmaceuticals, Tylenol, aspirin, sure. whatever that may be. But then also your um, the electrical grid, the components that are part that are that are made for our electrical grid, we can't even make those in our country right now. So I think that first and foremost, we need to look at how we can bring the things that would bring um, a national security threat if we cannot make them in our own country and we're cut off from the ability to purchase them in our country first. And then we need to look at other ways we can bring things back to our country. And there's an advantage to this. One, um, we're less dependent on a, a foreign country. And second, we're, we're facing, we've got 30 million Americans who are unemployed right now, and there are businesses across the country who simply will not be able to to go back. They're they're never going to open again. So this provides some um, opportunities for entrepreneurs to look at how they might do things a little bit differently and find ways to to employ these people who are now out of business and won't be able to go back to the work they had prior to the lockdowns beginning. So um, I've heard, and I'm interrupted, I just want to say this, Speaker Gingrich, former um, Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich, has said one thing he thinks is that we should have tax incentives 
for companies that come back to America. And even if they just leave China, give them tax incentives for going to different countries. I think there's something to that. I couldn't uh, agree more. Uh, Being less dependent on one country, in particular one country we don't have a great relationship with, is uh, pretty scary, and this has uh, pointed all of that out. So not not really a a bright sunshine at the end of the tunnel, but maybe a bright spot could come of this uh, down the road. In the meantime, closer to home, the lockdown continues. 30 million Americans with very little to do. Domestic violence calls are up. Child abuse calls are up. Suicide hotline calls are up. we got to figure out a way to open up America more quickly, don't we? We really do. I am fortunate. I live in Georgia. We are reopening here in Georgia. It's it's slow in its phase. We are still reopening. I ate at a restaurant last night. Actually, my daughter and I toured several different restaurants last night. But um, we do have to find a way to reopen, and we have to do it quickly. There is a real health impact to leaving the um, the country locked down like this. And you mentioned the suicide attempts, domestic violence, drug overdoses. Um, also, emergency rooms are less full because people are afraid to go to the emergency room. The um, elective procedures are not happening. Elective procedures could be treatment for cancer, and even those have not been happening, which puts um, hospitals and do- doctors have been have had salary cuts. Hospitals and are facing bankruptcy. They have furloughed um, nurses and other employees, and it's insane to think that during the middle of a pandemic, hospitals are facing bankruptcy. And yet that's that's some of what's going on in our country right now. We have to get our country back open and operating again. Jenny Beth, you're from Georgia. Do you think that Georgia is uh, is involved in a quick, safe and responsible reopening of itself, of Georgia? Yes. Yes, I think that the mainstream media simply doesn't understand what was going on in Georgia to begin with. And the fact is that not critical infrastructure businesses, even during our shelter-in-place period, were able to be open. They had to modify their their business, um, and it was for basic minimum business operations. But, for instance, um, there are a couple of retail places near where I live that were open for phone deliveries and curbside pickup or or phone orders, curbside pickup, and then they were even delivering to some people. And these are toy stores and landscaping businesses. It it is not what people would, uh, some governments would consider essential. So we flattened the curve even during that situation, and now we're slowly open, allowing the businesses which were banned, the industries that were banned, to reopen. They are also only open for basic minimum operations. We'll get through this first phase slowly, and then we'll start loosening up even more. And the entire time, we've got to watch what's happening with our hospitals, but our hospitals are ready for an increase in capacity, and we have ventilators in Georgia now, and we've got them around the country so we can move them to hot spots as needed. And the whole point of this was to prepare the hospitals. We've done that. We achieved that goal. And now it's time to reopen America. All eyes on Georgia these days, Jenny Beth, will undoubtedly be able to come back and talk with you about how things are going there and across the country. In the meantime, Save Our Country Coalition is trying to reopen uh, the country. And uh, at some point, I can imagine the question will be, are you employed? No, I'm currently not working. It is essential that we get you working again, regardless of whether it's back at the same job or something else. Jenny Beth, thank you very much 
uh, for joining us this morning. Jenny Beth Martin, Tea Party Patriots, uh, an important part of bringing this country back to life. All right, got to go.